Welcome back here to another episode here on the Blitz with CK. Today I'm going to be previewing and predicting Friday's slate here for week one. Um, but just a little recap from yesterday. Thursday had some unbelievable, unbelievable games. I'm talking about Pittsburgh versus West Virginia and Penn State versus Purdue. Just a little recap of those games. Um, Pittsburgh played West Virginia in the backyard brawl. It was a little chippy, but Pittsburgh came out on top 38-31 on a game-winning pick six. And then West Virginia drove down the field late in the game and almost scored, but you know they overturned call at the goal line, caused them to turn the ball over on downs. So Pittsburgh ran out of that one, but it was one of the best games I've watched in a while. And then following that one, Penn State and Purdue was also a really good matchup. Penn State ended up scoring a last-minute touchdown as Sean Clifford clutched up and drove down and was 6-for-7 seven with 72 yards and a touchdown on his last drive. So they were able to get the job done in West Lafayette and start the season 1-0. But today I want to preview Friday's slate. Um, just a couple of games today. I think I have four in total for y'all. It's kind of a light slate, but it's going to be a good lead into tomorrow's slate, which is huge. So getting started, we got Western Michigan versus number 15 Michigan State. Western Michigan returns the running back duo of Ladarius Jefferson and Sean Tyler. That was a very, very good backfield for them last year. They had a very high-powered offense. They uh, had Caleb Ellaby, who was a great quarterback, threw for over 3,000 yards. A little injuries here and there was what plagued their season a little bit. But Michigan State is a good opponent to adapt the new quarterback to. Um, I think, you know, on Michigan State side of things, they lost Kenneth Walker, which was the defiant of their run game last year. So I think it's going to be more of a passing game that needs to step up for them. Peyton Thorne at quarterback connecting with Jalen Reed on the outside is going to be huge and it's going to be vital for them if they're successful. I think Michigan State's pass defense was really, really bad last year. However, they will look to improve in those areas this year. Last year, both offenses did average over 30 points a game, which is huge given the fact that the over is 54 in this game. I think both offenses come out shooting in this game, and the over is the best bet. I also think Michigan State is the more dominant team, and they do cover the 22-point spread. Moving on to our next game for tonight, we have Temple playing Duke. Now, I don't know much about these two teams, but I do know one thing, is that they were both really, really bad last season. They both had a record of 3-9. and nine. Um, I think, you know, it's going to be up in the air kind of game. Temple does have the quarterback from Georgia, who was a high name in Dewan Mathis. Um, he didn't really find success at Georgia, but he wanted a place where he could go to and play right away, and he found it at Temple. Um, Duke is going to have to control the line of scrimmage. That's one big key component that they weren't able to execute on last season. Um, it's something that they're looking to improve on in the 2022 season. Temple hasn't scored more than 14 points in the last seven games. So I think the game has a really good potential to be low scoring, but I do like Duke covering the six-point spread today. We head to another Big Ten matchup where Illinois, who comes in at 1-0, plays against Indiana. Illinois held Wyoming to only 30 total yards in the game last week. Now Wyoming did look really bad and they lost a lot, so you got to give credit there. But I think Illinois is mightily improved from last season. I think Illinois' biggest key in this game is they need to control the clock as well as control the line of scrimmage. They did a great job last week, but it was a weaker opponent. Now they're playing an in-conference opponent. Things are changing a little bit. I think Indiana is going to have to find a way to stop the run. Illinois definitely has the better defense here. So I think in that respect, they're going to be able to hold them to low score. 
But I think Illinois money line and Illinois covering the spread is the best bets here. Illinois is definitely due for an upset. Last but not least, we head to the last game of tonight, and that is TCU versus Colorado. There's a lot of controversy around this one. Um, two teams that one team started ended the season last year very strong and one did not. TCU ended on a bad note and Colorado ended up on a high note. But TCU is loaded at the receiver and returned Max Duggan at quarterback. However, Sonny Dykes, the new coach, says they're probably going to explore with um, Chandler Morris too. Colorado D is not that good. Their defense is really lackluster and all that good stuff. I think Colorado needs to find the answer at QB. They have a transfer coming in that's pretty good. But, you know, the big matchup to watch in this one is TCU wide receivers against Colorado DBs. And I just think Colorado defensive backs get the best of them. Um, I think Colorado has the home field advantage in this one. And it should be enough to cover the 14-point spread for them. Now, that will do it for Friday night slate. But tomorrow is even better. Um, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to provide you with all my previews and predictions for tomorrow's slate.